All right, awesome. Hey crew, this is Dakota Jean. Welcome to The Social Media Manager, the podcast for entrepreneurs looking to grow their brand on social media and for social media managers looking to grow in their field. I'm your host, Dakota Jean. I actually want to tell you a little bit about myself because we have a lot of new listeners. So first of all, welcome. I started out in social media as a career by accident. I was working for the Kardashian sisters as their retail director for Dash in 2013, and I had some really aggressive goals to make sure that the stores were successful. I needed to bootstrap and do some marketing. Little did I know that my days of MySpace, Twitter, and growing my personal Instagram would give me the foundation to build our Dash Instagram account up 58% to 1.2 million followers in less than a year. Since then, I have helped hundreds of small and large businesses grow their voice and grow their brand on social media. So now I'm here spreading my knowledge through this podcast so I can reach even more people who are just like you, people who are looking to lead and let social media work for you. So let's do the damn thing, shall we? Today's episode is all about data. I hate to break it to you, but data is everything. Whether you find it interesting or not, it's necessary. As a business owner or as a social media manager even, maybe you feel that analyzing data and reporting isn't your thing. Maybe you went to school and studied English literature. (laughs) That's what I did. And math was never your thing. Don't worry, I'm telling you, you will enjoy data once you realize you can use it to literally change everything. I remember when I was shopping for a POS point of sale system for Dash, I was struggling to find a platform that included basic reporting. This was astonishing to me. This was 2013, okay, not the 1970s. Why were we still using spreadsheets to input and understand our analytics? Enter Lightspeed. I was watching Lightspeed for a while back then, um, even when I was working at Nicole Miller, and then finally had them come on board to Dash. So if you listened to my very first episode of this podcast, you know that the stores weren't doing as well as many people probably assumed they were. So we were actually on a super tight budget, and switching POS systems was expensive and not at the top of their approval list. So this might be helpful for business owners trying to save on costs. I said to Lightspeed, what can you do for me to make my bosses approve this? They came up with the idea to do a promotional video for them. I'm going to link it in the show notes, okay? But please don't laugh too hard at me. Uh, So I did this promotional video for them to save on some of those onboarding costs. So they brought in a camera crew and then I agreed to promote the product and give it some praise and then they could post that wherever they wanted to and use it however they wanted to, to get more sales from that. I guess you could say this was my first influencer campaign, (laughs) except I personally didn't benefit from this. The whole reason for telling this story in the first place is that Lightspeed was one of the few platforms at that time that provided in-depth reporting and any reporting I needed, they had their developers work on it. This data was absolutely important for me to be able to show the progress of my work. 
every week I would send the Kardashians a report of the sales from the previous week and I compared them to LY numbers, last year numbers. And this made me not only look like I knew what I was doing, but also showed them that the changes I was making was working. So back then, Instagram didn't have insights yet. In fact, it was just bought by Facebook and they were still trying to figure out how they could monetize the platform. So using in-depth reporting through our point of sale system, I was able to show the Kardashians that we were selling to customers without the customer even having to step in the store. Each purchase that was made through Instagram was marked that way in Lightspeed so I could show them that my marketing tactics were not only working, but revolutionizing the retail stores into the future. If we kept using a terrible point of sale system that didn't provide much reporting, how could I justify anything? So let's bring data to the present. You're a business owner. You have a business account on Instagram or Facebook, and you check the insights once in a while, but maybe you don't really know what it's telling you. Let me help you out with this. Your insights become your most valuable tool, and if you analyze them correctly, you will save time, money, and you can reach your growth goals. It saves you time because you'll start to understand what your audience likes when it comes to your content. No longer will you need to spend time on content you thought would do well and then totally tanks. Now your time is only spent on content that generally does well for you. It saves you money because you will no longer boost content for no damn reason or run ads willy-nilly. Data helps you understand who to target, where to target, and how to target. Do you see why I say data is everything? Finally, it helps you reach your goals and can help you grow. Understanding your data helps you understand what and what not to do. It's really that simple. If you can analyze your results, you can make educated decisions on everything you post, everything you say, and everything you do while on social media. Understanding your data will take some practice, but let's talk about some of the key metrics we have so you can better understand what is needed for your business when you create your key performance indicators, your KPIs in your strategy. Let's talk about followers, since this seems to be the only metric people care about. Gaining more and new followers is a good goal to have, but it shouldn't be your only goal. New followers come and go, and it's not always because of your content. That's why this is actually one of the harder KPIs to manage. Some followers you get are just plain fake people. Why? It's usually some bot account meant to promote another account. They will DM people, asking you to follow an account or become a quote-unquote brand ambassador. These accounts are not only annoying, they're not even real. Platforms, you know, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they also rely on data. So they can't tell the world that they have billions of users if half of the accounts are fake, right? So because of this, they take their data so seriously, they will seek these fake accounts out and then delete them. Once an account is deleted, they technically unfollow you because they're no longer there. This is one reason you and I lose followers every day. Another reason you might lose or gain followers is your content. Based on other insights, 
that we'll get into in a minute, you can make decisions based on data to understand which content is doing well. Another reason you may lose followers is because you post too much. If you post twice a day and have 30 stories every day, this could actually annoy people. It's not all about you. Unless you're bringing the most valuable information and content to the world, don't post too much. Five to seven times a week and three to five stories a day, I think is a really good sweet spot. So the followers metric is harder to decipher, but it does help you to understand your account. If you're losing real followers that aren't bots, then you know that you need to pivot your strategy. If you're just losing bots, then you just have to be okay with losing followers or be ready to have to explain this to your boss if it's a company account. Good luck with that. I know how annoying that can be. Next, let's talk about reach. What the hell is reach and why is it an important metric to analyze? Reach is the amount of people your content is showing up in front of people's very eyes. Example, say you post a reel on Instagram. Because of your awesome caption that included keywords and your five relevant hashtags, it goes kind of viral. The reach is the number of phones your reel has played on whether they are followers or not. Reach is a great metric to analyze because it tells you if your content is good, if your copy is good, if you posted at a good time, what audience liked it the most, like men versus women or 25-year-olds versus 35-year-olds, etc. And yes, all of these sets of data points are available for business accounts. Next, let's discuss engagement. This tends to be the number one metric you want to ace if you're an inspiring influencer or if you want to build a true community with your brand. Engagement is the number of interactions on your post. So all that reach you acquired is amazing. Now let's see how many people actually stopped and noticed your content. Interactions include how many people liked your posts, how many commented, how many saved them, and how many shared them. If you're trying to be an influencer, you'll want as much engagement as possible. You'll need to share this data with a company that wants to pay you for a post, and the higher your engagement, the higher your price can be. Same thing if you're a business owner and you're trying to understand if you're just posting to post or if your posts are actually keeping your community engaged and happy. You want your content to be so good that your following likes it, comments on it, saves it for later, and shares it with their friends so that you can get a higher reach, which gives way for a potential higher engagement. Understanding your data helps you in so many ways, whether it's to show your boss how bomb you are at social media management, or to let you know as a business owner that you are really killing it, or as a selling point if you're an influencer. Understanding all of this helps you to make rational, educated decisions that will save you time, save you money, and help your accounts grow. If you're looking for more in-depth reporting, there are platforms out there that you can pay for. In my humble opinion, just use what these social platforms give you for free. I think that they're good enough, uh, and especially if you're a small business owner, don't go spending money on things that you don't need. On another episode, we'll talk about GA, Google Analytics. If you have a website, which I recommend that you do, you absolutely need to connect to Google Analytics. 
Also, did you know that GA works for your social media channels? We'll discuss how you can track your social posts and relate it back to your website views and sales by creating UTM codes and campaigns, but this will be another day. The way that I measure success as a social media manager is by looking at engagement first. Engagement shows whether or not your current community and your reach community actually enjoys your content. This is how you build your content strategy. If what you're doing is working, then create your content plan using similar ideas. If what you're doing isn't working and your posts aren't getting any engagement, it's time to strategize a new content plan. After engagement, I look at reach. Reach shows me that the content I put out there is working hard to get new followers or not. Finally, I look at followers. Followers let me know that the reach I was able to attain liked my content so much that they followed me. I went on a reels kick semi-recently to try to prove a point that it gets you new followers on Instagram. It worked. I got a few thousand followers from several reels. However, it also got me some fake followers. So I'm still in this process, but I'm actually going through my followers and removing any accounts from my follower list that don't have a profile picture or have zero posts. I'm doing this to keep my account clean. My engagement went down because I have a huge percentage of followers that don't interact with my posts, and that actually hurts my chances on the algorithm. So I'm trying to make my percentage bigger by getting rid of the junk followers. If you have encountered something like this, I highly recommend that you do the same. I know it sucks because the number of followers looks good or it can feel good, but it actually works to your disadvantage if you have fake followers or bots because your engagement will go way down. So I'm curious, what was the metric that you relied on the most? Is it followers, reach, engagement? Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Twitter and let me know. Links to those are in the show notes. Okay, so I have a few announcements that I wanted to make. Recently, I had taken on the maximum amount of clients I could to manage social media accounts, so I stopped taking any new clients. However, this is changing now because I have decided to take the leap and hire social media managers to help me manage my client accounts. (laughs) I am really, really excited about this, you guys. I have been wanting to do this for a really long time, and I finally got the confidence to just say F it and let's do it. So if you are a social media manager and want to work remote, um, part-time, total freedom of whatever hours you want to work, and of course, working with really cool accounts, then please head to the socialmediamanager.com slash jobs and apply today. And on that same note, if you're a small business owner and need someone to manage your social, just head to the socialmediamanager.com slash b-services and see if we could be a good fit for you. This is all linked in the show notes, of course, so um, you can get the links directly there. But anyway, I'm so excited to grow this thing and I can't thank you enough for being on this journey with me. You guys seriously rock. So thank you. Okay, so that's it for this week. Next week, I actually speak to this amazing woman. Her name is Emma Tesler, who has her own social media agency and is killing it. 
I can't wait for you to hear how she went from managing a social media account because her boss told her to, to making multi six figures as a business owner. So until then, keep on socializing and keep social media light, happy, and pleasant. Okay? Ciao, crew.